Okay, here we go. Well, hello, Hillary. Oh, hello, Laura. Welcome to American Unicorns. Oh, are you welcoming me? No. Oh, good. Them. In the nether. She's gesturing to you. Out out there. (laughs) Well, welcome to our podcast. Hi. Hi. I'm going to go buy chai tea after this. Gross. I know. But I, I've heard it's really good for mm-hmm. you. It has all the herbs. Oh, I was talking to a co-worker, mm-hmm. one of the Janes, yeah. and um, she was telling me that I should drink rose hips tea and that she went out and foraged and got, <laughs> like, went out into the woods. Yeah. Okay. And got <laughs> fucking time of farming. I, I just, like... It's terrifying to me. It's like, wh- how do you know? She was like, and, th- and I said that to her. I was like, what? You're such a, you're so crackerjack, like whatever. And she was just like, I just went out there. I was like, what if you, what if what you're drinking isn't rose hips? And she was like, oh, well, you, you definitely know. Like, it's very specific. And then, and then you brew it and then you can drink the tea. And I was like, can I just go to the store <laughs> and buy it? You're so city. It just, it freaks me out because of mushrooms. Yeah, I wouldn't eat mushrooms, but... I don't know. Herbs and stuff. I I mean, if I planted said herbs, I would eat those. Yeah. But I wouldn't go into the wild. Like, what? What if a bird peed on it or something? I don't even know if <laughs> birds pee. I have no reaction to that. I mean... <sighs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it's like all in there. It's like a poop. Their poop and pee is mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. I mean, I just, it seems too hard. So anyway, I've heard chai is very good for you. There's lots of things in it, like cardamom. Are you, am I keeping you awake? <laughs> Sorry. For I brought you a caffeinated beverage. I know. I feel like I've like drank so much coffee that I'm now like... You're on the back end of something. Yeah. yeah. Something dark. I'm always tired, so uh, I did finish my two nights of sleep apnea. Oh, yeah. How'd or my come? sleep thing. So it was weird because I did it at home, which was nice because then I didn't have to go sleep in some stranger's bed, which I don't have a problem with, but it's just like... <laughs> of course not. Whatever. But like, it's just easier because then I still have Shemp there. Yeah. Um... So they give you this thing, and it's very well done, and it makes a lot of sense. But you you have to have the condula condula thing. Anyway, it's like these air holes, air fucking nose things mm-hmm. that go up your nose holes, and then that's connected to this thing that gets strapped to your chest. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other thing that gets like a sensor that goes on your finger that uh, measures your the oxygen in your blood. And then the thing that goes up your nose is measuring, I'm assuming, how many times you stop breathing in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So I did it for two nights. And let me tell you something. It's really hard to sleep when you have like this thing jamming on your nose. Yeah. And I have a cold. 
And so I have a cold in my nose, and then I have this thing up my nose. And then, like, you're, like, just hyper aware of the fact that, like, you have this thing, and there's all these cords, and so it's been a long week. So when do you get the results? Um, so I guess my doctor, like, they download the information from this little thing Mm -hmm. that you wear on your chest, and then, then they send the results to your doctor, and then you've then they tell you whether or not you have sleep apnea. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. And, um, yeah, cool. good times. Yeah. I'm excited because if they find that I have sleep apnea, then they'll give you the mask thing, mm-hmm. and then you'll sleep. Yeah. And that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I like sleeping because I basically just toss and turn all night. Yeah. And, and it's because I stopped breathing, maybe. Mm-hmm. That maybe, could be the reason. Yeah. And uh, well, I'm glad you're story. getting help. I'm getting the help that I need <laughs> and that my insurance coverage mm-hmm. will cover. Yeah. It's important. I mean, sleep. It's what's yeah. for dinner. So I have something new in my life I wanted to tell you about. What is it? I have been using Duolingo. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. Bravo. Yes, I'm trying to learn Irish. Oh, some Gaelic or Irish? Irish. I don't Irish. understand that Irish, is that a language? Yes, I, it is on Duolingo. What? So I'm hoping I will be able to pronounce things better. Definitely not. Well, I think that's fantastic. But I'm trying and that's what counts. I didn't realize that... Uh, is that... Okay. It's not Gaelic. It just says Irish. I wonder if it is Gaelic. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. That's amazing. Yeah. I I used that before I went to France mm-hmm. to bone up on my French, my Francaise. Yeah, it's fun. A nice yeah. owl teaches me things. A nice owl teaches you things. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I tried to do German for a little while, and then I was just like, it's so hard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing Irish and Spanish because I'm already like almost 50% fluent and I tested into it because I took Spanish for like five years, but I need to like, it was amazing because I started the test and it like, there was a part of my brain it unlocked and I know so much Spanish, but I thought was like not there anymore. Mm -hmm. It was just hidden. It, was, it lay dormant. Yeah. Your brain um, things are still squishy for you are young. Yeah. So, yeah. Mine are all rotten and hard. Yeah. And so there, it's like, what is this sentence in French? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I like it because it, you, can, you have to pronounce things the correct way. And, it, you know, it's tricky. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, it's a really it's good though. system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Maybe someday I'll learn Italian. Do a cappuccino por perfore. <laughs> I felt like I really like Spanish because when I went to Italy, like I felt like I could figure things out. Yeah. Because I already have it. It's similar. Mm-hmm. With French, it's again. Does it make your mouth like this shape? <laughs> Where's the library? Me. Yeah. Thank you, Spanish. So. Dos X's. Two X's. Cerveza. 
Por favor. Por favor. I learned that on the airplane going to Mexico. Oh, nice. Yeah, every time we'd go, they'd be like, we're about to land in Mexico. Let's teach you some Spanish. So <laughs> you say, where's the bar? <laughs> Americans. <laughs> but we're not in America today. Where are, where are we? Would you like to guess? Uh, no. Great. It's going well. <laughs> the bit's going well. <laughs> Do you want me to guess? So today we're not going very far. We're going to the land of handsome prime ministers. <gasps> oh, the very best of places, America's hat. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to China. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? No. Um, we're going to be talking about the Ogopogo. Oh. <laughs> who lives in Okanagan Lake in British Columbia, Canada. 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 Also begins with a C and ends with an A. It's practically China. Yeah. Or I mean, sorry. Same thing. China. <laughs> yeah. For reals. Um, Wait, say, I mean, so you're from Michigan, so I assume you know exactly how this is pronounced. Say it again. The Ogopogo. I love it so much. Ogopogo. Yeah. Sounds like a toy a child would play with. It's wonderful. Um, oh. That's Ching Chong. Mm. Ching Chong Chang. Um, was it the Prime Minister? It was. It was Justin Trudeau. <laughs> well, I He's saw, like, I've heard you, <laughs> heard you talking about Canada. I saw a picture of him at Halloween recently, and I believe that he was wearing a Superman shirt. He's so handsome. Underneath his, um, like, Oxford, and his, it's like, he gets it. He knows what's up. Yeah. He knows what it's a boot. It, it wasn't Justin Trudeau. It was our friend Christy. Oh. How is she today? God, she's coming over what, later. Oh, I, I thought you were going to tell me what she said. Oh, oh, it's secret. It's not relevant. She told me she hates you. <laughs> oh, that seems it's real. It's awkward because it's like, I really hope we're not with Laura right now because she's the worst. <laughs> she's so dumb. <laughs> I left our place of work to go work at another place of work because of her. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would be like, I'm so powerful. I'm like an Ogopogo. You went full Ogopogo on her and now she can't handle you. She, oh my God. She works in a building that's next door to the Canadian Embassy. Connection circle. <laughs> it's almost too much for me. Yeah, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> so I mean, all this is happening. It's already too much, and you don't even know what it is. I don't even know. I don't. Holy crap. Um. So the most common description of the Ogopogo, yes, is a forty to fifty foot long sea serpent. Oh. That's not what I was thinking at all. Some says, some say. Some oh says, say, 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 shall see my seashore. It's the Spanish. See! Oh. Um, <laughs> si. The rest of the podcast is going to be in Spanish. I need to practice. Oh. Pedro! <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. 
think of any Spanish. Queso. <laughs> I did have a tortilla for breakfast this morning with a huevo. <laughs> it's so bad. And also fake and bacon. I have no idea how you would mm. say that in Spanish. How would you say that in Spanish? I don't know. Fake and bacon. <laughs> You're not there soy. yet. It's not an, I'm not there in the app yet. Get it? Yo soy. <laughs> Tango, not soy. Tango. So is whiskey. M I M. I think. I don't know. We're moving on. We're getting distracted. We're moving right along with Oingo Boingo. So, um, some say that the Ogopogo has a head that looks like a horse, while others say it's more reptilian or goat-like. Oh. This reminds me of the thing that was in that lake in the place that's near Canada. Yeah. There's lots of things in lakes that look like this. Lake. Oh, Champy. 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 And I'm like, monster. Or the the Icelandic worm that I'm not going to try to say oh, yeah. again. Fling flogging. <laughs> yes. Fling, fling. Flynn. Um, so... <clears throat> Sightings of the Ogopogo. You're just saying it because you Ogopogo. Um, have been um, reported since the 19th century by some of the First Nations people um, who live along the lake. So that's your nomenclature for this episode. What? First peoples. Yes. Okay. So the. So. Because they're native. No, First Nations people. First Nations people. So, just to make it clear, it's nothing to do with Thanksgiving. And when pilgrims came here to this country, giving this people blankets with diseases yeah. on them, it so American. They're not American Indians. They're Canadian Indians, and we're calling. First Nation. One Nation. First Nation. First Nation. I like that. Okay. I'm glad. So. I just want to make sure no one hates me. <laughs> Everyone hates you. I told you Christy hates oh, yeah, you. yeah. I forgot. It's <laughs> why part of why she hates you. I like I like it, but because, because indigenous people... I like that too because indigenous is a big word mm-hmm. and it sounds fancy. I can switch it up if you'd like. No, no. Let's establish nomenclature. I don't want to. What? Uh, okay, we're moving on. We have so much to get through. Uh, okay, keep going. So um, there are some pictographs um, near the headwaters of Powers Creek, which is near the Okanagan Lake where the monster is said to live. I'm going to Google that late. And um, so the early inhabitants of the area saw the monster as a malevolent entity. Um, The uh, First Nations people claimed that Monster Island, um, uh, its rocky beaches were sometimes covered with parts of animals that they had attacked, that the creature had attacked and killed. Um, when crossing the lake during bad weather, they always carried a small animal that they would toss overboard in the middle of the lake to appease the monster. Uh, not cool. <laughs> um, 
and um, there were certain areas of the lake that they avoided, and um, this lake. Um, so when Europeans settled in the area, they too feared the monster and continued the tr- the custom of offering an animal to appease the Ogopogo. Everybody just calm down. Yeah. And um, it is even thought that armed settlers would patrol the shore in case of an attack by the monster. So in 1914, a group of Nicola Valley and West Bank um, First Peoples, First Nations people, um, or Indigenous peoples, Indigenous. discovered the decomposing body of an unidentified creature across from Rattlesnake Island. Oh. Sounds yeah, that sounds like an island I don't want to go to. Um, it was five to six feet long and estimated to weigh 400 pounds and was blue-gray in color. It had a tail and flippers, and an amateur naturalist in the area um, thought that it might be a manatee. <laughs> okay. Let me reiterate, amateur naturalist. Okay, neat. <laughs> they were like, it's in the water, so... <laughs> manatee? Um... So they're not sure how um, the creature could have gotten into the lake. And the uh, lake monster expert, Peter Castillo, has hypothesized that the carcass was actually an Ogopogo and the details of this mammal with flippers and a broad tail in dark color are all that we would expect. But the carcass was mangled so that the long neck was already gone. So they think that like the long neck had been chapped off washed away um ogopogo footprints have also been discovered um some are irregularly shaped some are cup-like um some look like dinosaur tracks with three toes and others had a pad foot and eight toes huh yeah so um those were some of the first first sightings and um the real, like, reported reported sightings happened um, in 1926. It was a great year for and, Ogopogo. Yeah. And so in 1926, a sighting is claimed to have occurred um, at an Okanagan Mission Beach. This event was reported to have been witnessed by about 30 cars of people. Oh. <clears throat> excuse me. Who all claimed to see the same thing. It was an Ogopogo. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Then, then um, on July 2nd in 1947, a number of boaters saw the monster all at the same time. Um, one of the witnesses, um, a man named Mr. Cray, described the animal as having, quote, a long sinuous body, um, 30 feet in length, consisting of about five undulations. So, like... oh. Humps. Yep. Um, apparently separated from each other by about a two foot space in which that part of the undulations would have been underwater. There appeared to be a forked tail of which only one half came above the water. From time to time, the whole thing submerged and came up again. So it's shaped like the Icelandic worm. Yeah. Not like the Loch Ness monster. Well, I think they think it's Champy. like its, na- its neck. Holy crap. Yeah, it's just wicked long. Okay, so it would be like <clears throat> that plethethorus. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. It seems like it's kind of like a mix, like a half between the... 
champions and the lake the Icelandic worm. Yeah. worm. Yep, yep, yep. Big worm. Another sighting happened on July seventeenth, nineteen fifty nine. Hmm. Um, Mr. and Mrs. R. H. Miller and Mr. and Mrs. Pat Martin. It was the nineteen. 19- 50s. 50s. I know that's such a 50s way of um, <laughs> people. Saw a, a giant creature with a snake like head and a blunt nose swimming about uh, 250 feet behind their motorboat um, on Okanagan Lake. The group watched the unknown animal for about three minutes and then it submerged and went away. It was like, boy, bye. Yeah. It was like, got any small animals for me? <laughs> No? Cool. Bye. Bye. Then, in 1968, a man named Art Fulton filmed what is claimed to be footage of the alleged creature showing a large wake moving across the water. A computer analysis of the footage concluded um, it was a solid three-dimensional object, um, and Folded had noticed something large and lifelike in the distance out in the calm water and pulled out his home movie camera to capture it. Noise. Yeah. Then. <laughs> There's a lot of sightings. And then what happened? And then. The summer of 89 happened. Ooh! <laughs> um, and a hunting guide named Ernie. Ernie. Grocks, bro. Grocks sounds legit. I like a hard X. Um, <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um, and his wife were standing on the banks of Okanagan Lake when a bizarre animal emerged from the otherwise placid waters. Placid waters. Um, they described it as being fifteen feet long and um, said it swam gracefully and quickly. They um, they also said the animal had a round head like a football, and at one point, several feet of the creature's neck and body came up out of the water. Hmm. Again, it was like, get any small animals right. or children. I'm looking for a chihuahua. <laughs> um, the, um, they actually saw the creature in the exact same spot. Where um, in July of 89, um, British Columbian car salesman Ken Chaplin. That's super specific. <laughs> yeah. Took a video what, of what he described as a snake-like creature about 15 feet long and dark green in the water. Okay. So we've established snake-like. Yeah. With a football face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. Nice. Um... So, they, um, in 2009, um, there was an investigation conducted by Benjamin Ratford um, with Joe Nickel and John Kirk for the National Geographic Channel show, Is It Real? <laughs> and they... It's amazing! <laughs> they revealed that the object Folden filmed was indeed a real animal, but its size had been greatly overestimated. Um, they think it was probably a waterfowl or a beaver that was too far away to be identified. That's disappointing. I mean, I love beavers and and waterfowl, (laughs) but I mean. Yeah. Um, And then in 2011, a cell phone video captured two dark shapes in the water. 
Um, people believe that it might just be two logs. <laughs> and um, the video was analyzed and um, it was concluded that the video quality is poor and the camera is shaky, but a close look at the 30 second video reveals that instead of one long object, there are actually two shorter ones and they seem to be floating next to each other at slightly different angles. There are no hump, no head, no form, only two long, darkish, more or less straight forms that appear to be a few dozen feet long. In short, they look a lot like floating logs, which would not be surprising since Lake Okanagan has tens of thousands of logs harvested by the timber industry floating just under the lake's surface. A timber! Yeah. So. Disqualified! <laughs> so there's a lot of... Sightings, a lot of mis sightings, a lot of yeah. beavers, misidentified yeah. waterfowl. You know. Yeah. But I feel like if there wasn't something in the lake, why would those First Nations people be like throwing food in? Like Or small animals. But like those small animals would have been food to them. That's what I'm saying. So just seems wasteful. I mean... And they didn't seem like a wasteful bunch. No. They're not going to, like, give up their pet chihuahua for anything. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be a lake monster that they're trying to appease. Or a manatee. A manatee. <laughs> a bloodthirsty manatee <laughs> made the way up north. Yes. Um... So there was some um, new evidence that um, I found in an article written by um, Cryptozoology News in 2014. And in this article, a man um, named Michael Zazer, Zazer, sounds like a good name, claims that he has proof that can posi positively identify the Ogopogo as a pleosaur. Um, and he's been in possession of the photographs for 18 years. Um, he's had the photos stored away in a safety deposit box for those past 18 years. Uh-huh. Um, and he says, quote, the photos were all captured in a single sighting in the winter of 1996 in which four film photographs were taken. Goes on to say that the boat images are from 2001, where when I returned to the sighting location for documentation and analysis evidence as I was working, as I was moving to the USA as part of a new job, the 20, 2001 images were taken with the exact same camera, lens, and sighting location. So, um... He claims no one else was present at the lake when he took the pictures of the alleged monster. He describes it as being late winter, and it was in a ro very remote area, um, so no one would really be in that area. So it's unlikely that it would be a boat or something else um, in the water. Well, according to these photographs, it looks as if he's filmed a hat <laughs> floating on the top of the water. So he says he believes it is an Ogopogo feeding on fish. Is the Ogopogo wearing a hat? Perhaps. I hear he enjoys hats. Maybe it is a pink porpoise named Greg. Yeah. I mean... I, I super want to believe it, mm -hmm. but uh, but I'm not sure 
what I'm seeing because it could also be like a wood piece of wood snag in yeah. the water. Yeah, it's I, hard to say. I know. I I feel like it's always hard to say on these lake creatures because it, they just seem like they have so many like eyewitness sightings. Yeah, but like not great. Like the evidence is shit. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that they've had divers in that lake. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's the same thing as as Champy or Loch Ness, Lockie, yeah. Nessie, whatever his <laughs> name is. Lockheed Martin. Um, this episode has been brought to you, you by, by Lockheed Martin. I wish. <laughs> um, I flew over here on my private jet. Uh, yeah, I, you know, like they dive, but you know, if it is, if it is a monster or a creature or a pleosaurus, then it could be hiding in a cave. It could be in a dark yeah. cribbage. It could be doing a lot of things. So yeah, for for to not to have photographic evidence of it, like that doesn't phase me. Like that seems fine. Yeah, the waters are deep. I think it's just all the evidence is disappointing. It's disappointing, but like I, that doesn't mean it's not true that there's a creature there. Mm-hmm. It's just that that photo doesn't. I mean, if I was gonna, if I had a photo in the lockbox, it would be like. Hello, I'm a lake creature. Hi. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Like up in your business. Yeah. But he, it's like, that. it's so far away. <sighs> Disappointing. I seem frustrated. I am. I just want to see a lake monster. So um, I was able to find a mention unsubstantiated i was not able to find anything else in my online searches i can only assume because the government yeah not the canadian government obviously our government justin trudeau would let us hang out with the ogopogo yeah but um so according to an article i found wait hold on so the u.s government said it's a no-go with the ogopogo (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) <laughs> okay, this is why Christy doesn't want to hang out with me <laughs> Continue She's texting me to make sure you've left before she comes over You're welcome, Christy <laughs> So, um The K- Kelowna Got him Sounds great Yep, um, which is British Columbia's daily courier Um reported that two scientists have agreed to analyze the remains of a mysterious-looking specimen found along the shore of Okanagan Lake. Um, so a tissue sample of the creature is going um, is set to be sent to a researcher in Ontario for DNA testing, and the carcass itself will be examined by a scientist in Alberta. The two remains were found two weeks ago at the time of this reporting that I could not find a date for. So. Yeah. Um, by Kenlona resident Dan Popoff <laughs> as he paddled his kayak near the far edge of Lakeshore Road. For um, So he's still got the carcass, which measures more than a meter long in his freezer at home. Gross. Gross. Lake monster meat. <laughs> Stew. what's for dinner. Yeah, he's saving it for Thanksgiving. Delicious. Um, so 
Popoff is reluctant to suggest that the strange-looking carcass is an Ogopogo, um, but he wants to know what it is. So, um, and he's been con- contacting, um, like, people who have been researching the Ogopogo sightings and um, trying to see if he can figure out what it is, um, and making the arrangements to send the tissue sample and carcass to the two um, researchers. Um so that's just kind of like a little that's... bit of interesting floating evidence that I found. Um, I was not able to find the article, but um, I also don't have an access to the British Columbia News Archive. So, well, I don't know yeah. what you think this is. You obviously think this is some kind of game. <laughs> this isn't a game. Yeah. This is our podcast. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Freezer meat. Carcass meat. Hashtag freezer monster. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Ogo Pogo. Yeah. Good so, name. Yeah. I think it's good good name, Canada. Good name, Canada. You go with your bad yeah. self. So yeah, that's you know, there's so many lake monsters to choose from. And they're all probably pleosauruses. Mm-hmm. Pleosauri. Or logs. They can't all be logs, damn they it. They can't all be logs. There's not that many logs yeah. out there. <laughs> There's like two logs. Yeah, in the entire world. Get it together, logs. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I'm excited that you and Christy are going to hang out and eat <laughs> freezer monsters. Yeah. That's that was... exactly what's... That's what's up. <laughs> it seems like... Because you live in this part of the country, way, way out away from land and stuff or wherever you are here, that you would be one of those people that has a freezer in your garage. Yeah. Did you have a freezer in your garage in Michigan? Yes. I knew it. We never had a freezer in our garage. We're so... um... We also had a freezer in the basement, but that was for the dead bodies. That's awesome. Just kidding. It was for all the frozen blueberries and toaster strudels. See? <laughs> when are you going to get a frozen blueberry section? What do you mean? I mean, In I feel my like, house? yeah, I feel like that's just a matter of time. It is. I, just, I always thought like, oh my God, they're so cool. They have an extra refrigerator in their um, garage for soda. Who? Or like people Just when people? I was growing up. We have a mini fridge, but it's for booze. It's not the same. Is it in the freeze? Is it in your garage? No, it's in the basement. No. Don't care. Yeah. I feel like this room could have a fridge in it. Yeah. Except then it would make noise. So no. Yeah. It's right out. Yeah. Idea terminated. Terminate. <laughs> this idea has been terminated. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Cool. Oh, go pogo. Mm-hmm. There's a new I got an Oga Pogo outside. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my ears are on fire. I don't say YOLO. I say YALA. What's that? You always live again. <laughs> Buddhism. Yeah. There you go. Well, we can leave them on that note. Okay, great. I always <laughs> love, like, hashtag Yella. Yeah. You should make it a thing. I didn't make it a thing. MIA, the um, uh, singer, songwriter did. Oh. Yeah. Hashtag Yella. <laughs> well, 
on that note, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thanks. And in the meantime, do you want to say it today? No. Yeah, I think you should. Keep it weird, people. <laughs>